and I feel that way, uh, like being 25, turning 26 in some environments, being like, I am just such a baby compared to these people, but they're taking me well, seriously. That, that could go two ways, like, couldn't it? Of just like, I feel so insecure being so much younger than everyone here, mm-hmm. or like, I'm hot shit. I'm the youngest person here, and I'm, you know, telling them what to do. Hey, everybody. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Almost Cool. We are back with another week of just juicy topics to discuss. I'm over here. Hooter is over there. (laughs) I'm over here, I swear. Look at that. We got it on the first try. Look at that. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. It's going to get easier and easier. It's going to get easier and easier. How you doing today, buddy? Dude, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I've, uh, my best friend surprised me um, coming over, and he's visiting me in Philly. He uh, he just showed up. <laughs> this story is so funny. He showed up. Um, he planned this for months with my roommate Bailey, sur- like coming up to surprise me. And I'm like sitting in my room alone, just chilling. And Ben comes home from work, and he goes, "Hey, man, how's it going?" I'm just like, "Oh, it's been mad chill. We're I'm just you know we're catching up on our day." And he looks at me and he goes, <laughs> he just goes, hey, man, you excited for Ian coming up here? And in my head, I was like, I'm, I'm going home to visit Mama Bear for Mother's Day. So I was right. thinking in my head, he said that because he knew I was going home. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like going to see Ian in like a few weeks. So, yeah, it'll be yeah. nice. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, isn't he coming? <laughs> and I was like. What are you talking about, man? And so <laughs> he, like, we had this weird interaction, and he left, and then I went, like, NSA mode. I was like, where, I have his location, like, where is he? Was, all his stuff was blocked from me. He blocked me from his Instagram. All this, I just, like, I could not find him. I was like, dude, he's, he's got to be on his way. Like, he just, like, poisoned my eye. And so, and this happened, like, two hours before he got here, and... He and it when it was like a whole month of planning. It was I tried, felt so bad for because I opened the door and I'm I can't act surprised. You know I was like, damn, sorry I found out you were coming, but like I'm so happy you're here. Like, <laughs> old Ben let the cat out of the bag. Huh? It was my yeah. gosh. No, but it's it's been good. Like I'm, I think we have had a couple of discussions of just feeling uh, the move kind of is taking a toll on me and my my mental health. I'm you know I'm just trying to struggling with the, that this these days and him coming yeah. up here just re, it, it, it just settled me. down down it's you know this nostalgia feeling of best friends since we were kids finally right. get to see him catch up um i don't know it's it, it just like put me in a good place so I, i'm on top of the world right now but it was <laughs> it was really funny i, I feel so bad for him like <laughs> he was so close he was so close <laughs> almost got it almost got it that's awesome man that's awesome I yeah fucking, i love those surprise trips like um allison's friend uh like her best friend from high school and growing up and shit Mm-hmm. Uh, she still lives in Mississippi, and then she just showed up, <laughs> like, last weekend. <laughs> She's okay. like, what's going on, everybody? Like, <laughs> so, like, Allison was super excited. They went out, you know, did all their fun things for the day and then she just mm-hmm. went home like she literally just dropped by for an afternoon and then she's like all right i'll see y'all next time oh that that's it. the best oh that's like one of the best feelings you're like oh you love that what <laughs> you just popped in just, to say hey wow just <laughs> drop in just drop in like <laughs> allison said she's like hey uh uh what do you what do you want to do with uh with Courtney today, I was like, "Wait, what?" Like Courtney's coach. She's like, "Yeah, she told me this morning." Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, I have no, I couldn't even say no. Like, <laughs> that's so fun. It was so uh, much fun. She's yeah, she's man. a fucking trip, fucking trip. 
Absolutely. But, you know, it's always the, the it's the best people that come to surprise you. You know, like you know they're good vibes if they're coming over to be like, oh, let's go it. Like it's up here. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you're about to get into some uh, so, some reckless stuff. You know, some shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, some tomfoolery, mind you. Ooh, baby. <laughs> oh, it's the best, man. Oh, but, I love uh, it. Yeah. Have you have you been? You've been traveling and yeah. good to good I to mean. be home. I just went to L.A. for a wedding. Uh, wedding was fun as fuck. I do not remember some of it, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> oh, man. Like, my one of my best friends from growing up, uh, my friend Kenny, he came as well. And, like, this dude is just, he's like that, he's got that right amount of ratchet in him <laughs> to really just liven up any situation. <laughs> cracks me he was just like kenny's like this <laughs> this just like gung-ho like <laughs> he's like let me show y'all how my how my uncle taught me how to dance and like <laughs> kenny's like guatemalan and el salvadorian is he like comes rolling in with just this little little hop skip like 50 yeah. year old uncle to the oldies dancing and i was just cracking up the bruh. suave like, master bruh <laughs> bruh Man, oh, look good. That's so fun, man. I haven't, I, oh, I haven't been dancing in so long. My go dancing. My man. legs are feeling it. <laughs> my boogie, feel. my, my boogie shoes have dust on them. <laughs> Holy shit! No, that's true though. I love dancing. I like going out, but uh, I don't know. If, I'm not saying I'll ever do it again, but it's it'll feel weird at any point from in this future. It feels like to be in a crowded room dancing on strangers oh nah i'm excited for it you excited for it (laughs) so i didn't know this but apparently like after you've had covid you have to wait a certain time to get your vaccine and i cannot wait for my time frame to be over with nice so i can just go get this stuff done and absolutely that's it yeah philly opened it up to the public so i was able to go get my first round um and now I, my second round's in May, like early May, so I'm I'm excited for that. I'll be fully vaxxed up and like ready to party. Ready to go, baby. Like, <laughs> ready to so, do my thing. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh man. But well, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to get started today, dude. Uh, let's do it, bud. We the mirage of adulthood is what we're gonna talk about today. <laughs> I think because like we're it's so funny. We were we were talking about nostalgia and that got really like on my mind. I was like, man, it's it's crazy growing up and yeah, uh, realizing um, that like adults don't have it figured out, and like I don't know, I I I think I'm a little aged bias on some things, and I need to clear that up, and like why that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I heard a I heard a quote once that was when you're a baby, you look you're like looking to your parents as being these adult figures, right? They're always right. right. They're the ones that are showing you the way. Like they they know right and wrong, and then you get older. And you start like kind of coming to realizations on like the flaws that your parents had or whoever mm-hmm. was like raising you or, you know, in your in the whatever environment you were in, the flaws that, you know, that are present. And right. then you realize like, I don't know, when you get to this age, like we're we're in our mid twenties and it's like I'm coming to this realization where I'm like I'm flipping the coin where you don't really grow up. You're just a I think it, it, somebody said it. It's not my words, but uh, it's like we're just babies who got bigger essentially yeah and and that mindset i (laughs) like i I get totally i get i get caught up because uh, the mirage of adulthood is something i struggle because i view age as such a barrier between me and people sometimes what do you mean like people it, it for me it's hard to it's 
I don't know what it's in me, uh, what drives this to per se, but I, it's hard for me to really make genuine relationships with people older than me. And I don't mean people like family members. I don't think I'm thinking of um, like I if I have a coworker um, mm-hmm. who's in their you know uh, mid forties or older or something. You know, I'm thinking like we're generation generationally uh, different. There's a gap between right. us, and I for some reason it's in me where. Um, and this isn't—I don't know how to describe it because I don't feel this way. Actually, uh, it's just like a thought that keeps running in my head, and it's an anxiety that I keep telling myself enough that um, mm-hmm. sometimes I believe it more than other times and stuff. So, like, <laughs> I, like with uh, my when I was a geologist working with Arcadis, uh, I keep going back to this, but it's like the most recent professional experience I've had, and. Right. Um, a lot of my, the people that hired me and the people I was working with, um, I, like I said, I was the youngest in the, the company or the office at the time. And, um, I just, I, I felt like they were so much older than me. They were smarter than me. They knew what was going on. They uh, had everything figured out. And to an extent they do, of course, they've worked there longer than yeah. I have. They have more life experience. They, they do for, you know, that perspective. But <laughs> I, I wanted to be viewed as I can do this job. I'm intelligent. And I felt like this, like, I don't know how to describe it, this age barrier where they have it together. But then we've, I had moments where it clicked in that, like, I'm a, like, I forgot my age or something where I I felt so much younger and I was not going to be like, I'm not on the same playing field at these people because of our age gap. And then, but really, like, like I said, we're all babies who just got bigger and, you know, we're just all still figuring it out, and we're all in this, like, <laughs> and th- right. I don't know. I had a ex- few experiences where I felt like my, uh, I was being genuine as a person, um, but, like, the way I was I was feeling about these relationships was that we would never be friends because of how much of an age difference we are, and it was because of the, oh, you're older, you have this thing figured out, you're, you know, and then, I don't know, like, having a couple of conversations with people that were older than me, older than me that treated me like I was a grown-ass person, changed my perspective. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, like, I don't know what it is, but I'm kind of on the opposite end of you to where if I have, like, an older coworker, they generally become my best friend at this mm-hmm. place. <laughs> like, okay. two of my best friends in the world right now are, like, <laughs> they're, like, 60 years old. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's such yeah, a absolutely. It's, it's a weird thing to hear about, but like, you know, after we after we met them, and you know, because I've told this story before of Allison and I were bartenders at this place, and this older couple came in. Their their grandson was just born, and so they came into the bar, had some drinks. We all laughed for however long. Then they just kept coming back, and then they invited us out to go drink with them and have fun with them and like meet their daughter and grandson and all this stuff. And now, like, they picked me up from the airport, like, from L.A., like, the other night at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's, it's so funny. But it's just, they don't, I, and I do want to say that I am picky about just people in general, not so mm-hmm. much people older than me, but people who actually genuinely want to hear about what you're doing and how you're doing and what you're going through. Yeah, exactly. And just sharing good times. I don't give a fuck how old you are. Like, as long as you're cool, I want to be around you. I think yeah. you're fun. I think this is, I, yeah, I don't want to say that I, I don't have, like, if people are friendly to me, it's like, uh, like I, I have this, like, uh, co-worker, her name was Sarah. She was, she made me feel all the time 
that I was equal and like we were, we were always mm-hmm. joking with each other. We felt I felt like on even planes with her. Right. And um and that's the thing is I can click into that. Like I'll, I'll be friends with people older as long as like it feels this genuine like you don't look at me as like this naive little kid. And I don't know what it, I like made this complex up and uh, I have like a kind of a theory based on it. Um, mm-hmm. of where, so like the phrase, sometimes I forget my age. Sometimes I forget that I'm a grown ass man. And when I'm in situations like a professional job, I'll feel so much younger, like not even yeah. age wise, just like mental capacity. Like I'm not equipped for this. I'm not, uh, like emotionally prepared as like, or, you know, I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like, a maybe their perception of me is like, I, maybe they look at me a lot younger than I think that they look at me. And I don't know why that is. And this happens with some of my, um, like, parents' friends now that I'm getting older. I've known some right. of them my whole life. And they're not treating me like kids anymore. But they're still like this, like, you're my parents' friends. Like, you're so much, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it, it's like, a, okay, <laughs> the, the way I can describe this is, like, me and my brothers. It, you know how my brother, or you don't know this, but my brother growing up, he's eight, <laughs> yeah. eight six. Six years older, seven years older than me? Whatever. He's just, uh, he babysitted me as and took care of me as a kid. He turned mm-hmm. 21. I was like, a, still just entering high school and we we're just on different life paths. I get to be 21 to, to this age now. And this little barrier, we became friends. Like, we became, yeah. like, we, instead of him being my older brother and having to do this, like, have these responsibilities over me, or like, you know, this, this, uh, un, uh, pressure, this pressure of, uh, maybe an obligation as an older brother, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the younger yeah. one, so I don't know what that pressure would feel like, but yeah. we, we're now, we're friends. We can drink, we can go out and drink in, we can have conversations, and we're, I can tell that these conversations, we've had enough life experience to, and the vibe of it is very, it's like heart to heart. It's uh, you know, it doesn't happen all the time, but I feel it's definitely on equal playing fields. Like he, like yeah. we're go- we're giving each other advice. We're going back and forth, and we're you know we're shitting on each other. We're doing we're doing whatever, and it feels like this equal, like this this feeling of like we are. It, the, the age is not the barrier. If this if there right. was one, you know what I mean. Right. But you know, it, for me, it's like a, I don't know, this whole thing where. Like, I, I don't click into that immediately when I meet someone older than me, and I mm-hmm. want that to change a little bit. I don't want to immediately go, you're older than me. Maybe, like, I have to, like, try a little harder to be your friend or, like, something like that. I, I shouldn't have that right. perception, but I think being the youngest sibling and growing up, um, I have, uh, I think I, I think it's, like, a complex of being too guided as a kid. And maybe, hear me out. Define guided, yeah. Guided as in... So when I was raised or when we were raised or, you know, mm-hmm. in the society, we're conditioned. We're like a project. Like we start off as our parents are pro- like they're, they're growing this thing. They're teaching it. They're raising yeah. it. And they're teaching them and are teaching us and uh, passing down these beliefs in, in this of this system that they were held to when they were growing up, you know, and right. it's like it trickles down into you Um and and I hope it's like the basic things, like treat people how you want to be treated. You know, just like the yeah, be like, polite manners. Like, I hope I hope that's everyone's. Uh, I know that's not everyone's experience. Um, but I think uh, with that, like I, I think I was raised in the South, which is a huge honor code state, basically, which means like there's a lot of social implications and social stresses that you feel as a member of a family in the South, in the sense of like if I didn't do something like if I didn't go to college and I was doing another job and wasn't making enough money or something, my reputation could be hindered 
through because my family I haven't lived up to this standard that my family has created. Right. And right. I'm saying this is an extreme. I don't this isn't like my family <laughs> they haven't cut me off and nothing like this has happened. It's just yeah. like thoughts that uh <laughs> have kind of passed. But um sorry. Okay. And then I, re- you know, and then you, you, when you grow up, sorry, I know I'm like going in thought, no, and this totally is where fine. the mirage of adulthood comes in because you, you get to a point, and especially I know I reached this with like the rejection period as you grow up. So you're taught mm-hmm. all these beliefs and all the, the, you have to follow your parents' rules. And then, you know, you hit this weird gap. You start in puberty, all these emotions start for like a, you reject yeah. everything. You know, I hate, I hate my parents. I do this. I, you know, things like you just kind of mad at the world for some reason. And then, you know, later on, at least in this process, I'm coming to a lot of realizations in my life of how things actually were when I was growing up in the, in the actual implications that they had. And, um, and I don't, and I'm not rejecting my parents, but you know, you start, it's like seeing, you come to realizations, you start seeing flaws in the Mm -hmm. way you were raised or like gaps in things that you were like, well, you know, I was raised to go to school and then you have to go to school to get a good job and to be, you know, you have to have a good job to make a lot of money and you make a lot of money to be happy. And it's like, that's a very, generalized baseline for yeah that but that's like the kind of the standard so when i was when i went in high school like i felt this so like this pressure from my family it wasn't like they didn't say it to me they didn't say like it wasn't they weren't yelling at me they wasn't uh i wasn't you know gonna eat dinner that night if i didn't go to school or something you know nothing like (laughs) that but for some reason i think a lot of people and if they're close to their family they feel this pressure to to prove themselves as the as a member in the family, and then uh, you 100%. know, so so I, I felt yeah. this obligation to go to school because, and that was just the next step. I didn't know what I wanted to do in college. I had no, 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 no clue. But I went because I felt like obligated in some form or fashion. And this is why I'm saying too guided because I wasn't. I'm not saying I wasn't exposed to the option of like, oh, you don't have to go to school, but I wish I mm-hmm. had more perspective on where what opportunities are available, what you can do, what you actually right. can do as a person and what what it means to like not go to school and still live your life cuz you know, school is such a okay. privilege and um, Yeah, you're not wrong. You know, so I wasn't like I, my perspective of this was so small and then I got to after college and then I realized like I'm free. Like I I graduated, I'm kind of free. I can I'm when I say that, I just mean I have the choice to – I got my degree. Now there's like – there's no – the only pressure that I feel is like, oh, I have to get a job. And that's like mm-hmm. – that's more on myself because I need to eat and shit, not because yeah. I need to get a – like I'm, my parents and my family are very much uh, supportive of like, oh, I'm just going to get a job that makes me happy. That's like really – if I call them, I'm saying, oh, yeah, I'm happy. They don't give a shit how much I'm making. Like it's nothing like that. But uh, I don't know. It's like uh, – I, I learned that I was a project my whole life. And like I clicked into this where like I was like manufactured and manifested and all these different people's beliefs. And then right. you reach this point and the mirage adulthood is like – like it, that is happening to everybody. So like my mom and dad were raised that way and like they came – there was a certain part in, the per, a part in their life where they were like, no, I'm a grown-ass person and – but – it's not like a – for me, it's not a light switch. It's like a – it's a gradual yeah. change to feel like I'm an actual adult. I don't know when that part comes, you know? I like, think <laughs> – so a common thing <laughs> – I hate that I use like the same general ideas. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Episode. I know that's really discombobulated thought, I, but I just <laughs> – No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. I always feel like 
<laughs> when I'm trying to explain something, I, I always, you know, refer back to like three different ways of thinking. And I think adulthood and maturity are two very, are two things that get muddled together as well. And so when we think adulthood, I think when people think, when we as children view adults, we're like, oh, wow, look at them. They are so smart. They are so put together. They have all this money. They have all this free time. They can do whatever they want. Ice cream for dinner? Go for it. They got, they can do that. I can't. Maturity is just having that sense to do what's right and wrong, whereas adulthood is just age, right? It's just your development mm-hmm. as, yeah, yeah, as yeah. your physical development as a human being. Like you yeah. are in prime physical condition right now. Do what you got to do, blah, 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 blah. But maturity is like, let me do this for the sake of, you know, my happiness. Let me do this for the yeah. sake of other my family's happiness, for my responsibilities to do. I, I think that's where I see this mirage of adulthood is just the misunderstanding of the word. Not so much adult <laughs> adults have this better life because honestly fuck that <laughs> it fucking <laughs> sucks on this side man it's... no i'm totally <laughs> no, it over it. Like, <laughs> i'm totally over it as an adult <laughs> quote unquote i just look i miss and I, I think this is so funny that like i i i was telling martin before we started recording that like dude like i didn't have too too many big thoughts on this topic but one big thought that i did have is that Adults are constantly trying to relive the things that made them happy as a kid. Constantly. Mm, Maybe it's a more elevated and mature Mm -hmm. version of that. But (gasps) how many times do you see, like, you know, my grandpa or my dad. My dad's a perfect example. My dad used to ride his bike everywhere as a kid. Like, he'd go on these long bike trips. He'd go from, like, St. Rose to downtown New Orleans, which is, like, 15 miles away or something. He'd ride his bike across the levee and just explore the city and then ride back and had the best day of his life. Now my dad wants to just fix a bike. You know, he has a bike. You know, ride it around. Just enjoy that simplistic, this is what made me happy as a kid. This is my happy place. I know Mm -hmm. that. And he wants to dedicate time towards that. Mm. And, you know, so many other people, like, I used to love playing football. There is literally a whole profession of playing a children's game for millions of dollars a year. <laughs> like, it's a billion-dollar industry of yep. people just playing a children's game. And how all these adults, all these fans, they relive these experiences of loving this game as a kid mm-hmm. and throw their money at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely, yeah. We want to enjoy those things that made us happy as children, because that was what the happiest times of our lives when we were ignorant and dumb. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Very simple-minded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's it's like a a place of homeostasis, a place of normalcy, to just be content in an activity of what it makes you sane. You know? Yeah, absolutely. No, and I think it's it's so funny because that perspective goes across the board. Like if you're a kid experiencing a game for the first time, you go back to that game hoping it's the same amount of fun it was before. Yeah. And like as a as an adult, I mean, you're doing the same thing. Like you were saying, more probably more in a mature and sophisticated way, but in some mm-hmm. form or fashion, still doing those same things. Which draws me to that same like point I was trying to make, where you know their age, like we're just babies who are getting bigger. Uh, we're we're all still like figuring things out or also doing things that make us happy or figure, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it takes a lot of arrogance on 
my art or my part to say I feel like that I'm not good enough. I don't I don't know. Like I or like not not even not even good enough. Just like uh that I can claim to be an adult that I can claim to do this and I I don't know. I, I maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm getting no, off no, here, but... no, it's like it, it's <laughs> I, what I think you're saying is that we constantly try and compare ourselves to the measure of society's adulthood standards of what an adult should be, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And when we fall short of that, it's like, oh, damn, like, I'm just a stupid kid or, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm a I'm a terrible knockoff version of the perfect adult, uh, the perfect grown ass individual. Yep. When I don't think that really exists, there is no such thing as a perfect adult because all these mm-hmm. big, successful, perfect adults are always, you know, either breaking the law or doing all these immoral things and doing <laughs> all these insane things. That's like, damn, like, what? Like, I'm glad I'm not him. He's in all this hot water for all this dumb shit that he does. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. Like, we, oh, man, 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 man. So, like, as a mature adult or as a grown person, maybe our our childhood tendencies just get magnified. So if I was a greedy-ass kid, I'm going to be a greedy-ass adult who just does whatever he can to take as much money as possible, even when, like, you know, when people have a net worth of what, what's Jeff Bezos' net worth? Like $14 billion or something stupid like that, probably higher. Like, you don't need $14 billion, but there's some aspect of our cell or some aspect of his psyche that I have to be the best. I have to be at the top. I have to have more. Don't need it, but I have to have it. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously an extreme example, but <laughs> controversial. And it's a little off topic, but I think that's kind of good. I think that's kind of good for us. You think so? A little bit. Not, not crazy good. But I think people that have that kind of drive Mm -hmm. and just fire under their ass to get shit done, just to prove themselves, prove to themselves that they can do something. Mm -hmm. And that's innovation. That's where all the innovation comes Ah, from for the most part. Mm -hmm. It can take, it can go to extreme, you know, ridiculousness a lot of the time. Yeah. But a little bit of that I think is kind of (laughs) good. Yeah, I know. I I think so too, and that and it's great. I I don't want to like. I think okay, because I'm thinking that, like innovation and like that kind of mindset. Like, think about this too. We we're talking about age and the way. I think it's more of a an issue of uh, a matter of taking yourself seriously and people taking you seriously mm-hmm. as you get older. Um, but like, if you're a there, I mean, we hear stories of like geniuses as kids. Um, yeah. Like curing cancer and uh, making these crazy innovative uh, pieces that are going to change the world, and they're like fourteen. You know, it's crazy, yeah. which is amazing. That but was Elon, he made what PayPal when he was like seventeen years old. Or exactly, something like, that. Yeah. like these wonderkins. And uh, you know, to me, like to me, it's these. It's that where you are so smart, you have like a tangible thing that you created. You are you know, super focused and super driven and you did it at such mm-hmm. a young age. And now people that are older than you that have been working on this, uh, you know, project or the, you know, in the science field same, or whatever that case may field, be yeah. in the same field, 
uh, are now going to back you up and take you seriously, even it doesn't matter your age. Like, and yeah. that's, and the, the, the question I have is like for, and, and if you're one of these people, I would love to perspective of this because when you're 14 and you have people that are like 50, 60, sometimes 70, you know, whoever, all these professors or all these scientists have been working for years now are taking you seriously as a 14 year old, which is right. great. I think that's amazing because they, it shows that they are still willing to learn from the youth and like get you know like <laughs> yeah, trying. Yeah. it's great because they you know I, I maybe it's a you know they're working with so it's like uh but as a 14 year old i know you in no way feel like an adult when you're surrounded by all these like scientists uh, and like people who've been working <laughs> for 50 science, like 50 yeah. years and i just it's that it's that feeling like you were you were capable you are intelligent you are so smart you are mm-hmm. you have all the abilities to do what all these people have been working for their whole entire life but you're, it's just like maybe your age is like, and this is more of a my mindset where my age is, it, it still plays a factor in me because I'm going to feel like a 10 year old amongst this like collective group of people, even yeah. if, you know, and I feel that way, uh, like being 25, turning 26 in some environments being like, I am just such a baby compared to these people, but they're taking me well, seriously. That, that could go two ways, like, couldn't it? Of just like, I feel so insecure being so much younger than everyone here mm-hmm. or like, I'm hot shit. I'm the youngest person here, and I'm, you know, telling them what to do. Yeah. Like, it, it, it can go to It can go to the, yeah, you can get really arrogant, or you can get really insecure. I took yeah. the insecure route, which is, <laughs> like, no, one is not better than the other. It's a good, you have Whoa. to find that good medium ground, that good balance. But I, I just, like, that feeling of being, like, you know, I'm turning 30 on Thanksgiving, which I thought was really cool. Uh like five, yeah. year, five years from now I was about um, to say wow time has no fallen. no he's, <laughs> <laughs> no I just like scrolled through and found it um, but I, I'm thinking when I'm 30 and uh, you know a five year jump um, I'm like I, it's still gonna have the same mind and the same persona the same like the same relatively. person relatively and when, relatively, and when I'm yeah. saying that it's just like uh, you know I'm still gonna be I feel like I'm gonna like I, I feel like thirty being, but have like a mindset of a kid. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'm still gonna yeah. feel like a kid. You be young at heart, like, yeah. Young at heart, and it's a great to have that feeling of it. Like oh, I'm young at heart, but for some reason, when people take that too literally, like for me, I'm like, oh, I'm young at heart. I think it comes off as immature and and maybe like a little playful, maybe too too kiddish. If that I don't right. know, maybe childish in situations like that. But it's really not like it's just how juvenile. Being, yeah, like yeah. how like everyone's gonna like sip their wine and be like how juvenile. <laughs> Wait, and that's never the case. Like I, I I made some like my coworkers laugh. Some of my coworkers have said jokes that I was like oh my god, but, you know, like it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's uh, yeah, it's just I'm learning a. Uh, to like get, like just be really cool and not have any expectations or any any biases on forming relationships with people um like that or like I'm just uncomfortable in that situation like forming uh like if I was to be dumped in a you know a group of people that I significantly older than me it's like I would love to have a good time but I think I can only have a good time as if my perception of them is like oh they're just they're treating me like I'm serious or they're treating me like right. I'm, I'm equal and, and and I will say like if I'm talking to people that's like got some years to them. I'm never like we're equal because you have so much life experience. I love listening to stories and like learning yeah. from your uh, your perspectives and that. And I know I'm not arrogant. And be like we're equal. It's like you have to treat me like that. I know I'm a kid, but blah, blah, blah. but it's like I don't know. It's like maybe I as a young kid as like being the youngest sibling. I wasn't taken seriously very much. I don't like this is just like things that I off the cuff right. thoughts. Um, right. Not saying that's happened, but. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think, maybe things okay. like that, you know, like maybe being the youngest people didn't take you seriously. So now like I have this complex of like, no one's going to take me seriously because I'm still like this young kid. Cause like, I, I will say being the youngest in uh, my family, I'm like one of the, like, I'm on the younger end of the cousins too. So like, as my family's getting older, it doesn't matter. Like we're, everybody's aging every year. So it's, I'm still the youngest in my family. So I still right. feel like the youngest in my environment, if that makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Totally. So like, <laughs> it's like, it's a weird, I, I can see you if my brother had a perspective of like, oh no, I'm an adult now. Like I, I pay my bills and like, uh, I've took, I I'm taking care of 401k, 401k. Like I'm taking care <laughs> of my siblings. I'm doing this. Like there's responsibilities that he had that I never did that probably pushed him a little bit more to feel like a, an adult or I got my big boy pants on today. You know, I'm, I haven't had a lot of responsibilities other than myself to really push me to feel like I'm an adult. And when I say that, I, I, I'm, I'm, and that's, it's a really, I don't, I don't, I feel like that just like, oh, you know, my life hasn't been that hard, which maybe it hasn't. I don't, it probably, it, it hasn't. Let me be, <laughs> what yeah. am I saying? It hasn't at all. Um, yeah. And when I say, I, you know, I'm, it's hard to compare in like life and what trauma means for everybody and that kind of deal. I'm not comparing right. any, any, but in the significance of, this case i don't i don't know how to serve, how severe this issue is like a is it, I, I feel like it's just something you like get over it dude you know or is it like something you actually have to like uh, kind of digest a little bit you know yeah yeah i think it's important to <laughs> a funny story comes to mind where oh man i i think i lost a friend because of this one but uh <laughs> but i had a i had a coworker <laughs> who was like maybe 8 years older than i was mhm and she took that as she was better than me on pretty much every way of just, I'm smarter than you. I've had tons of more life experience than you. I have, which I think that's bogus because you could be like a 40 year old person who literally just stays at home. And I have more stories by the time I was 20 years old that go past anything that you've Mm -hmm. ever done. Mm -hmm. That's arrogant. (laughs) That's arrogant. But (laughs) anyway, I think it's just funny how, like, <laughs> bro, ex- dude, I'm not even lying. Like, she, was, I think, what were we talking about? We were talking about something that's irrelevant, and I said something that I, I thought I had a bit of knowledge on, mm-hmm. and then she said something, saying, "Jordan, I'm almost ten years older than you. Like, I'm smarter than you. I'm right." And I looked at her, and I was like, oh, man. Like, I'm about to tear this girl to pieces. How does she hate more than anything? <laughs> and, and so I said, I'm like, okay, I'll call her. Let's go with uh, Deborah. Okay. Deborah. I, I said, okay, Deborah. By that logic, Donald Trump is over two and a half times smarter than you are. How do you feel about that? And she's just like, it, it blew. Like, he has more life experience than you. He's better than you in every way. And she... <laughs> She <laughs> lost it and did not talk to me for, I think, a week and a half because they upset her so much. And I don't think we ever became good friends after that. But <laughs> it was just one of those things where, like, you're going to try and shame me for being younger than you mm-hmm. and saying that you're right because you are older than me. I'm like, if you never study, you know, if you if you never play drums by the time when you're 35 years old, right, mm-hmm. never picked up drumsticks. I've been playing since I was, like, nine years old. Mm-hmm. I'm eight years younger than you, and if you picked it up for a year and say, well, I'm older than you, um, 
I'm smarter. I'm than better that. than you. <laughs> I'm like that's so false because I have all I have so much more experience in this in my younger years from mm-hmm. you. In a shorter mm-hmm. amount of time, I have learned more than you have. That's a case by case thing. Not everybody is smarter than everybody on mm-hmm. any, you know, on every scale. That's just stupid to think. Absolutely. But it it drove me nuts how she used her position as an older person to try and downsize me Mm -hmm. and so i just made her mad (laughs) she said stay in your lane jordan (laughs) he went (laughs) what i cut across four lanes baby (laughs) just to prove a point i love it just to prove a point way to cut it out way to cut that way to shut that down yeah Yeah. i have i will say i haven't been blatantly and not from at least what i can remember being like oh you're young and you're dumb so your opinions and your thoughts and your what you think it doesn't matter right now. I haven't I haven't been blindly told that. But I mean like with my anxiety, I have felt that perception of people. Right. And so, yeah, like m- most of the time like like I I don't know, especially in my job, I you always kind of want to go to bat for yourself, especially if you mm-hmm. you know you didn't do anything wrong. Um and I'm good at like I'm fine with sticking up for myself, but uh <laughs> I don't it's like you could stick up for yourself, have some really good points, and mm-hmm. then being like make really logical, argumentative points that really back up why you did it and what like your reasoning and your intentions and things that like make it. I'm not saying unexcusable, but like you own it, right? But you, you know, but someone's like, no, you're, you know, you're, you just, you're still young. You just, you just still fucked up. Like you're still. I don't. I, maybe that's a bad example, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's. No, uh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Like, just because, uh, I don't know, maybe it's, like, that perception of, like, if I, because I did fuck up, and I'm, like, ah, oh, like, I, they're, like, our, the reactions were, like, oh, I mean, sorry, it happens to everybody, but in my head, I'm thinking, they're, like, you're a dumbass kid, like, you just don't know yeah. better, blah, 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 which, some, like, a little bit is the case, because, like, I was new to the job, new trained, you know, yeah. you mess up and make mistakes sometimes, I get that, but, uh, yeah, no one ever was, like, blatantly, like, you're so young and dumb, you don't know anything you're about what you're doing, like, no one ever said that to me, so I don't yeah. know what the social anxiety that i produce in situations like that why that is do you Uh, think that that you have a because we have like these generational um like viewpoints on issues and just society mm -hmm. that you don't feel as if you can connect to the prior generation's views on things and that's why you kind of separate yourself absolutely i think i mean like just in the past you know year or two just the division that's already been like that we've already not created it's already it was already created initiated and manifested but the division is so much more clear now with like all the things going on and i'm not getting political but it's it's like this Mm -hmm. thing where you immediately click into like oh you're older you're republican we're not gonna be friends like because we just have this viewpoint so i don't i don't necessarily think it's uh like i'm open to people being different i think it's great i think I know I'm aware of the difference, the, at least the major differences mm-hmm. between the generation that's older than us and our views, like the ones that are like really blatantly obvious. Um, right. But I, I, I have, I don't know. I've still, it's a, maybe I go into it with a little bit more of a hesitation because I'm already thinking that you're going to start, if you're older then you have that belief and you're going to start spilling shit out of me and I'm like, "Ah, oh, I don't want that." I think that's but, your problem, bro. Yeah. I really do. But no, but uh, 
it, it's and not in a, not in a spilling away of like conversation because yeah. I will say like I I I've been in several situations where someone is older than me has drastically different views and has not changed my mind but has opened me up to being like wow I I actually really never, never thought about it that, about way. that way and having yeah. conversations but a lot of those conversations with older people if it goes that way you have no perspective you get shut out like theirs matters yours doesn't and it, like yeah. you can't have a conversation so I think maybe that's another reason why is like not being like maybe a, a repeated offense of not being validated in my own like growing up for not growing up but like my own belittle you know i i'm ne- i'm never saying uh like my parents think uh really highly of me they love me all that and they encourage mm-hmm. me and support me but i don't i and it's a weird thing to think about but it's like i've never i don't think it has to be said uh, either um but never been told literally out loud that your thoughts and feelings matter and you're a person and you're uh you exist and you're what you're what if you're uncomfortable you're comfortable it's like state that like things like that i've never been told that like to my face like in i'm someone who processes it that way like i'm so in my head with anxieties that you know it's when i'm thinking of like oh i know that from my parents it's a thing Mm -hmm. but it I fabricate things in my mind all the time. So maybe, maybe I just fabricated that. So for it to be real, I know my, it's like a thing, you know, my parents think that of me, but it's, it's weird to make the connection unless it's actually said. So yeah. And this is all just kind of up in the air, but I don't know. Yeah. I think, I I think maybe like political views don't have anything to do with it, but yeah, I think just like general generational bias, it exists in some way or some fashion. And so, yeah, I would definitely say that's a, it's a good, that's a good, it was a very good question. I did Yeah. Cause I, I mean, walls are created and barriers are created all the time, figuring mm-hmm. out which ones are, which are with, you know, certain people. That's good to know. Mine's never political. Thank God. <laughs> I think, but I think to that, I would just say that it's important not to lump everyone into one group. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so different. Everyone is. We all make completely different choices in life, and yeah, some things can't be put into a box. But we all have different motivations to why we believe the things we do. We all have different thought processes, mm-hmm. and I think to be a good adult, <laughs> it's important to realize those differences and not to make those and. Going back to judgment, baby. Hey, Not to make those pr- initial judgments on people. It's like, oh, you're a part of this group? Well, I want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Because you never know why they're a part of said group. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree. That's not what we're saying. You don't have to agree, but who knows? You know? Yeah. You could, yeah, it could be just an interesting conversation. Yeah, just let's eliminate, yeah, let's eliminate the judge judgment that... Um, that adults. <sighs> let's get rid of adulthood like... and place more maturity. <laughs> oh my, yeah, let's just get rid of adulthood. Fuck let's it, I'm saying a kid forever. Let's acknowledge um, adulthood is just an age, and maturity it, it, is you grown up. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's the yeah. growing that we all want to yeah. see. Mm-hmm. That we all. Yeah, talk about. I, I agree because we do not. Age should not be the discrimination that's holding anyone accountable for being and feeling validated as a person or like feeling that their, their relationship is genuine. I, because I, you know, you hear the, you hear the stories all the time of, uh, 
like little kids who were raised by their grandparents and stuff, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, you just have to, I, I have to get way more comfortable with that initial thought. And I think to do that, having more conversations with people older than me, being like more comfortable and stating my mind in front of people that yeah. are older than me. Um, yeah. Because I, yeah, like with that complex of not, you know, I'm thinking everyone, not shrugging me off, but thinking, oh, you're, you know, young kid, your perspective will change. It probably will. Right. Um, but not taking that as like a, a dismissive quality, maybe like just maybe take it as that, like, yeah, you're right. Things will change. Uh, but you know, I do need to be more comfortable with the follow up and be like, I, it will change. I get that, but I'm dealing with it now. Like, you know what I, you know, like yeah. <laughs> I gotta take it, I gotta be taken seriously now because I, I need to, I can't just wait five years and be like, Oh, finally it's solved. Like <laughs> that's not the way I work. You know, uh, I think this is just a random thought, but for us as people to be more reassured with our own beliefs and our own way of thinking, we have to be exposed to those ideas that we think we don't agree with, just to be sure. Mm-hmm. And it's a scary thing, and it's not everything every grown-up does, because Lord knows that's not true. But for us to be better as people, we need that open dialogue of... Okay, right off the bat, I don't agree with you, but I want to understand why I don't agree with you. I want to know more, and who knows, maybe something could change. Mm-hmm. You know, just to yeah. find that truer self that we have. Because mm-hmm. if we're only exposed to one one thing, then that's the only options we see, and that's it makes it so limited that we're all just going to end up being the same. You yeah. know, we're yeah. going to get rid of individuality. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, and it's always funny for me to get uh, advice from older people. Um, it kind of, yeah. it, it kind of feels like, uh, like I've had really good instances where I felt like they offered a perspective view. They're like, Hey, here's more perspective on your situation. It's something to think mm-hmm. about. And then I've had the opposite where like, damn, like that fucking sucks. It's the way you handle it. This way you, this is what you should do. This is, if you don't do it, like I, you know, like I, I know what's best because this is this, the, you know, I went through it or whatever, which is great. I, I love personal experience, but, <laughs> uh, I don't know, just like the arrogant, like it comes with arrogance of like somebody older being like that. What you wouldn't, you were experiencing, like, I'm so much older than you, I know what this is. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you do to an extent, maybe, but not yeah. to like every individual's perspective on it. So but I think. Don't discount my experience with it as well. Yeah. You know and I mean? think, yeah, and I, I would say as an, as an adult and mature thing is to drop the arrogance when you're talking with younger people. And then I would say on the other end, on our end, is. Um, like as a young kid perspective, just always be open that we don't have things figured out. And it's always, it's always great to get advice and uh, insight and perspective from someone yeah. that's older, like on purpose, like, you know, being like, Hey, you are deliberately older than me. I need uh, more, sp- more perspective on like how this actually may work out in life or, you know, right. it's, cause I, I do, I get caught up and I'm, I like, we were talking, we were, I love us bouncing ideas off each other. I love like the dialogue and the banter we, we create and uh, it brings a lot of, points of uh or a lot of things into perspective and points of view and to, and to highlight those but it would be completely different talking with someone that's twice our age and like has like the same mental awareness thing because mm-hmm. they have dealt with so i in my case i want to know what they're like uh, i'm dropping the like you i don't know everything i'm inviting all of that information my way but don't think that you're better than me when you tell me that if that makes sense maybe Man. maybe that's like the that's a perfect scenario that's like a perfect yeah. like conversation between a younger and adult person like when it's an exchange of perspective and information 
You I, need to come down and meet my 60-year-old friend, John. <laughs> hell yeah, okay. Honestly, you really do. Like, very down-to-earth, very just like, hey, you're you're getting older. You have these responsibilities. I know you do. So let's talk those. Let's talk about those, you know? Just an <laughs> all-around good time. Absolutely. <laughs> but... I think I think this is a solid solid place. We're gonna the next couple of weeks are gonna be a smidge shorter than usual, uh, just because of time limits and time constraints and whatnot. But I think we got a lot of good stuff out. Yeah, know? yeah. It's just like I just had like a really random thought on adulthood, whether that meant anything to anybody or like if that made sense. But I uh, I, I just have this yeah this it's coming of age story of this weird it's realization is like. Sometimes yeah. it hits you like a light switch, and then like this was one that you know I heard a podcast talk about this a little bit um, about babies getting bigger, and I was like, "Damn, I am a, I am just a baby!" Like, <laughs> I am a big baby. I am a big baby. <laughs> Where are my pull-ups? Where's my? <laughs> I literally when I heard that we were just babies who get older. I was like, I literally was like, I'm a big boy. Like, I'm a big boy now. Like, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I got my big boy pants on today. It's an attitude. Last comment, like there are some days you wake up though and you just feel like a sassy ass person and you're like, all right, I'm a big boy now. I got I'm, maybe it's because you dress up a little bit. Maybe that's it. But <laughs> for me, anytime I'm like formal, I'm like, all right, I'm busting. It's right the now. persona today, baby. What's up? <laughs> oh man. But anyways, thank everybody for coming in. <laughs> oh my gosh i love how much you make me laugh dude it cracks me up <laughs> it's just little simple things uh, things <laughs> but thank everyone so much for stopping by once again um you can follow martin at creation underscore of martin on instagram you can follow me at jordan hooter underscore follow us the unit the unit at almost the <laughs> the almost, at almost cool pod <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any thoughts you want to email us about something you want to chat about something please feel free send an email to almostcoolpod at gmail.com um if you're listening to the audio version check out the youtube version just to see our dumb faces sometimes you know <laughs> yeah put a face to the the, the, the radio put voice, a face hey, to the voice. I, sometimes i i actually purposely know that they have one on youtube and i don't go watch it you're not sometimes. wrong you're not wrong <laughs> so there's, I don't, one, I don't... <laughs> there's one podcast who i didn't know what they looked like for so long and i built up these images and then when i finally saw them i was like dang like <laughs> <laughs> don't say that we're gonna do that to us. <laughs> Damn, this is so, what I mean, these look like. <laughs> so, I mean, if we sound great and just hot as balls, you guys, don't check it out. Don't check it out. <laughs> yeah, just say it to the radio. Just. <laughs> but thank y'all so much. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Marty, love you as always. Love and, you too, uh, buddy. 